Okay, we're up to the Mishnah on Daf Tesvav Amid Beis. The, the Mishnah, the, the flow of these Mishnayis is basically, it says the Halachas by Nedarim, and then it says the contrast by Shavuos. So the Mishnah says, we, we, we've mentioned this in the past, the major distinction between a Shavuah and a Neder is that a Neder takes effect on objects, a Shavuah takes effects on situations. So the last Mishnah we had was if I say a neder that I'm not going to sleep, it's a good neder. So the Gemara asks, how could it be a good neder? Sleep is not an object. So you either have to say that it's change the girsa to neder that my eyes won't sleep, so I'm putting the neder on an object, my eyes, or it's rabbinic. Fine. Now that was by Nidarim. Now we'll talk about Shavuos. The Mishnah says, Shavuos she'eni yashan, Shavuos she'eni medaver, Shavuos she'eni mahalach, if you make a shvua that you're not going to sleep, walk, or talk, oser, it's a valid shvua because the shvua takes effect on situations, on the gavra, on the person, not only on the chayfetz. Then the Mishnah says like this, now let's talk about nedarim. A lot of these concepts we've had already, that's why we'll, do, we'll run through it. Karbon loy oicholach. If you say a neder with the lashon of karbon loy oicholach, so you say, a carbon I won't eat, it's not a good neder. Why? Because what you're saying is, I'm not carbon le'echlech. I'm not eating a carbon. So what are you eating? A non-carbon. A non-carbon is permitted. So it's not a form of a neder whatsoever. And it has nothing to do with Rav Meir's opinion that we don't, that you need to, we don't do inference. This is carbon le'echlech means it's not a carbon what I'm eating. So what is it? It's chulin. It's permitted. So you're basically saying your eggs are permitted, your food is permitted. Then you say hakarban shaychalach, or if you say hakarban shaychalach, that's also not a good neder. We've had this in the past because hakarban, hey aleph carbon, is a form of an oath, and it means by the life of. So hakarban shaychalach does not mean what I'm eating is a carbon, and it's prohibited. It's the opposite. It means hakarban. I swear by the life of this animal, shaychalach. I swear by the life of this animal that I'm going to eat this. So it's not a form of a neder at all. On the contrary, it's actually making an oath you're going to eat it. So we're, we just started the Mishnah on the big bottom of Tesvav Amid Beis. So the Mishnah says these are not good forms of nedarim. Karban loyaycholach, hakarban shaycholach, because hakarban means by the life of. And the last one is loy karban loyaycholach muter. If you say loy karban loy oichalach motor, why? Because what it means is it's not a carbon what I'm not eating. And we've had this in the past. If I tell you it's not a carbon what I'm not eating, so there's two knots there, you take them both out, and what it means is it is a carbon. But that's called an inference. Rav Meir, who's the author of our Mishnah, does not believe in inference. So saying what I'm not eating is not a carbon. So in other words, what I am eating is a carbon is not clear enough. You have to say it outright. These are all forms of nedarim. And by Nidarim, all of these Nidarim are not valid. Let's start the Gemara. So the Gemara says, who is the author of our Mishnah? So I said it out, it's Rav Meir. So the, Mishnah, the Gemara says, Mani Masnison, who is the author of our Mishnah? Our Mishnah is authored... Oh, hold on. Brad wants to get on. Hold on. It's in the group description. Sorry about that. So... The, the Gemara says, Mani Masnison, who's the author of our Mishnah, Rav Meir, he, it must be Rav Meir. 
Why? Di Rav Yehuda, because if it's Rav Yehuda, Leishani Leikarban, Leishani Leihakarban. First of all, because the second case of Nedarim in our Mishnah that is not a valid nether is Hakarban, Hey Aleph Karban, and I said the reason why it's not a form of a nether is because Hakarban is not prohibiting the food. It's actually saying, by the life of the Karban, I swear I will eat. The one who said that was Rav Meir. So our Mishnah is obviously Rav Meir. So far, so good. So the Gemara says, Ema Seifa, but wait a minute. We said the last case of the Mishnah is. So the Mishnah, the Gemara said, who is the author of our Mishnah? Mani Masnison Rav Meir. The beginning of Tazayim, the author of our Mishnah is Rav Meir. The e Rav Yehuda because it's Rav Yehuda loy shani lei karbon loy shani lei ha karbon Rav Yehuda does not make a distinction between the word karbon and ha karbon so our Mishnah that says ha karbon is not a form of a neder is Rav Meir here's the problem ema seifa then how do you understand the end of the Mishnah it said le karbon muter the end of the Mishnah said le karbon muter which means what I'm not eating is not a karbon. So we said that it's not a good nether because the fowls are of Meir, and Rav Meir feels that it's not enough to say what it isn't, you have to say what it is. So this is called an inference. Here's the problem. Didn't we have a thing from Rav Meir, if you guys remember, that Rav Meir is into putting a comma there? So the problem is, didn't Rav Meir say, Vam Rav Abba, Nasa, Vatnan, didn't the Mishnah say, L'karban lo'yoycholach Rav Meir oiser? Rav Meir felt that this is a good form of a nether. Why? Because Rav Meir said, Vamarav Abba Nasa Kaomer Lakarban Yehe Lafikah Loyakalach. If I say Lakarban Loyakalach, it's a good form of nether. Why? Isn't Lakarban Loyakalach meaning what I'm not eating is not a carbon? So why is it a good nether? So he said, because Rav Meir puts a comma in there. Lakarban, comma, meaning what I'm eating is a carbon and it's prohibited. Lafikach, therefore, loyachalach. So the question is, if that's the case, then why in the end of the Mishnah do we say that it's not a good nether? I thought Rav Meir holds it is a good nether because he puts a comma in there. So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says, loikasha. Ha de Omar le carbon, ha de Omar loy le carbon, de loy have a carbon comer. The answer is it just depends on what the word is. If he says le carbon, meaning it's a carbon, then it's a good nether because then the way we read it is le carbon, it's a good carbon, comma, therefore I won't eat it. If he said loy carbon, so what he's saying is it's not a carbon what I'm not eating. Because he's going with the double negative, that is not a good form of a nether. So the question of whether it's a good form of a nether just depends on what is the first word. If it's lit carbon, meaning it's a carbon, so what you're saying is, it's a carbon, therefore I'm not going to eat, that is a good form of a nether, according to Rameir. Our Mishnah, which says it's not a good form of a nether, is not what you said lit carbon, it's loy carbon. So what you're saying is, loy carbon, it's not a carbon, what I'm not eating. In other words, it is a carbon, but that's an inference, and Rav Meir is not into inferring anything. Okay. Mishnah on Tevzayin Amad Aleph. If there's a problem with the connection on Zoom, I recorded it, and I apologize. I'll be back, uh, Bez Hashem bin person, tomorrow. The Mishnah says like this. Now, we said in the Mishnah just now, that by Nidorim, if you say, carbon all of these forms of nedarim are not good forms of nedarim for different reasons. The halacha is, as we'll see, as we'll see, 
as we'll see in our Mishnah, all of those halachas by Nedarim are different by Shavuos. Meaning, what is not a good Lashon of a Neder is a good Lashon by a Shavuah. Let's go through it. The Mishnah says, Shavua loy oichalach. If I say Shavua loy oichalach, that is a good form of an oath because the laws of Shavuos are different. By carbon, by a neder, it's not a good. By a shvu, it is because the way we read it is shvua. I, it's it's an oath. I'm not going to eat it. So that's considered a good form of a shvua. Next one, ha technically reads, it's an oath that will I eat. So how is that a prohibition? The way we read it by a shvu is ha means I am bound by an oath. On all the things that I eat, meaning, in other words, everything I eat is prohibited to me. So, Hashavu Shaykhalach means I'm bound by an oath if I eat this. In other words, I'm not allowed to eat this. So, that is a form of a Shavua. And the last one is Loy Shavua Loy Eichalach, Aser. It's not a Shavua what I'm not eating. So, we said by a Neder that's not good because according to Rav Meir, that's called an inference. The halacha is that while Rav Meir is not okay with an inference, by a Neder, he is okay by a Shavua. So, by a Shavua, Rav Meir holds you do not have to say what is Aser. It's okay to say, what is not Aser, meaning by Rav Meir, in general, when we said before by a neder, if I say, it's not a neder what I'm not eating, so that's, it's not a carbon what I'm not eating, is another way of saying, it is a carbon what I am eating, but because that's called an inference, Rav Meir does not believe that it's a good neder. By a Shavua, he accepts it. And it's based on Drushus later on, Rav Meir accepts this t- type of an oath by a Shavua. So by a Shavua, it's a good Shavua. So the three cases in the Mishnah that are good Shavuas is Shavua Le'echelach, HaShavua Sha'echelach, and Le'Shavua Le'echelach Aser. All those are good forms of, of Shavuas. Now, the middle one is what the Gemara wants to talk about, and that is, if you look at the middle one, it says, HaShavua, I'm bound by an oath, Sha'echelach, if I eat it. Meaning, HaShavua Sha'echelach, Technically, while it seems like from the wording of it, it's implying I am going to eat, shaychal in Hebrew, in modern Hebrew means I'm going to eat. In this case, it actually means I'm not going to eat. Hashavu shaychalach is actually saying I'm not going to eat. And the way you read it is, Hashavu, I'm bound by an oath, shaychalach, if I eat it. So in other words, I'm not going to eat it. So it's the Gemara wants to know, where do we find the concept that the word sha'ichal implies I'm not going to eat? Because again, in the Mishnah is trying to describe situations where I'm making a shavua prohibiting food. The second one is ha-shavua sha'ichalach, which means you're not allowed to eat the food. But isn't sha'ichal eating? The answer is no. Sha'ichal means not eating. The Gemara wants to know where do we find the word sha'ichal, meaning I'm not going to eat. So the Gemara says... That means that if you read this mission, the word Sha'ichal implies I'm not going to eat? Or Minu, I have a contradiction. The Mishnah says in the beginning of Shabbos, There are two biblical oaths that are two that have two additional rabbinical oaths. What are those? If you make an oath, you're gonna eat something. If you make an oath, you're not gonna eat something. There's two different types of oath. Right? You could swear I'm gonna eat something, and you could swear you're not gonna eat something. And the rabbinic oaths are in the past. I swore I ate or I swore I didn't eat. Fine. What do you see? The fact that the Mishnah says that there's two forms of oath. There's oaths I'm going to eat, 
and oaths I'm not going to eat. Sha'ichalach obviously means I'm going to eat. So how could our Mishnah say Sha'ichalach means I'm not going to eat? I thought Sha'ichalach means I am going to eat. So that's a question. It's a pretty posh question. That Shavua Sha'ichalach means, the Mishnah says it means, I swear I'm not going to eat. So I, I read it. How does that mean you're not going to eat? So I read it in such a way from the Rishayinim. Ha-shavua means that I'm bound by an oath, shaychalach, if I eat it. It's another way of saying I'm not going to eat it. So basically, in other words, the word shavua shaychalach means I'm not going to eat. The Gemara says, where do we find the word shaychalach mean I'm not going to eat? Shaychal means I am going to eat. So the Gemara gives two answers. The first answer is Amr Abaya, shaychal shtelu mashma. The Gemara says from Abaya, the word shaychal can mean both ways. It just is context. I'll give you, by the way, even an example in modern English. If you say, you're going to eat it, so I said, I could say, I'm going to eat it. That means I'm going to eat it. Or I could say, I'm going to eat this. It's the exact same words, but because it's a question mark at the end, it's implying I'm not going to eat it, right? If someone says, you're going to eat that slice, so you could say, I'm going to eat the slice. Or you could say, I'm going to eat the slice. And it's the exact same words, but the way you say it, implies you're not going to eat. The Gemara says it's the same thing when it comes to Shavuos <coughs> with Hebrew. Shaykhullah can either mean I'm going to eat or I'm not going to eat. It just depends on context. The Gemara says, <coughs> which by the way, the Gemara is going to point out in a little bit, creates a lot of confusion <laughs> because the whole premise of Shavuot is, is you have to know what the guy means and now you're telling me that it's based on how, you know, how it was said, not what was said, which causes problems. Uh, but that's a bayashita. So the Gemara says, Amar mashma. Sha'ichal can apply eating and it can apply not eating. It just depends on the context. How you, and what's the example? How you if, if everyone's going around to eat, they're sitting at a table, they're about to eat, and you have a Jewish mother who's pushing the son, no, you got to eat, you got to eat your skin and bones. And he says, no, I'm, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat. And then he says, I swear, Sha'ichal. So in that context, he's obviously going to eat. He just said he's going to eat. He's making an oath. In that context, the word shaychol means he's going to eat. But what if you have that exact same situation and the kid's stubborn and the kid tells his mom, I am not going to eat, I am not going to eat. Not, not, never. And then he says, You know how we read it in that case? He means, he doesn't mean he's going to eat, he means I'm bound by an oath if I eat it. Meaning, in other words, I'm not going to eat. So you have the exact same words and it just depends on context. So the first answer of how our Mishnah, the word Sha'ichel, can mean I'm not going to eat, is, is a baya that says the word Sha'ichel can mean both, it's just context. Ravashi has a much simpler explanation, and that is change the girsa of the Mishnah. Instead of the word Sha'ichel, which means I'm going to eat, add the, change it to Sha'i'ichel. I'ichel, Aleph Yud, and then Eichel, implies I'm not going to. So he just said, change the girsa. So instead of she'oichel, it's she'i'ochel, which means I'm not going to eat. So he just changes the girsa. According to Ravashi, we don't say that... Ravashi, and the Gemara is going to talk this out, Ravashi is bothered by the premise that you could have one word that could mean entirely opposite things for oaths, and it's completely based on context, because that's going to create a chaotic situation. Because the guy's going to make an oath, and he's going to say, oh, you didn't get the context, you didn't get the inflection... So Ravashi doesn't believe in that. Ravashi says, no, words have meanings. If you say the word shaychel, it means you eat. If you say the word shaloyechel, it means you're not going to eat. I don't care context. Therefore, Ravashi is forced to change the girsa of the Mishnah. Ravashi, change the girsa. 
So the Gemara says, okay. So according to Ravashi, in the Mishnah, he said, she'i ochel. E ochel means I'm not going to eat. So the Gemara says, pshita. So what's the Chiddush? He said he's not going to eat. What, why does the Mishnah have to say that? My lamemra, why does it have to be in the Mishnah? So the Gemara says, Mao, the same you might think, make am lishna hu You might think that really he meant to say he's going to eat and he just flubbed his words. She'i ochel is not the normal way to talk. And while it technically means I'm not going to eat, maybe we should not accept it as an oath because maybe we should say he really meant he's, he wanted to say she'ochel and he stuttered or he stammered. No, Kamash Malan, if he said She'i Ochel, it means he's not going to eat. So you have two explanations of how the word She'ochel in the Mishnah can mean I'm not going to eat. Either Abaya, which says She'ochel has two different meanings, it's just the context, or Ravashi says change the gear. So the Gemara says, why do they disagree with each other? Abaya doesn't like Ravashi because Ravashi's changing the gear. And he says, it doesn't say that in the Mishnah. Why am I changing the gear? It doesn't say that. Rav Ashi, nodi min tamda abaya. Why is Rav Ashi against Abaya's opinion? Rav Ashi is against Abaya's opinion. Again, what does Abaya say? Abaya says she'ochel can mean either one. It just depends on context. Ravashi doesn't like it. I'll tell you why. I'll say it outside and then we'll see it inside. Ravashi doesn't like it because Ravashi says, if you're going to go with that approach, then the word she'lo'ochel can also mean both. It could, it could mean you're going to eat that pizza? I, I could say two things. I could say, I'm not going to eat it, which means I'm not going to eat it. Or I'm going to say, I'm not going to eat this, which means I am going to eat it. And it's going to create chaos. Therefore, Ravashi doesn't believe in that. You don't go with inflection. You go with what they said. Chazal understood words have meaning. If you say she'ochel, it means she'ochel. If you say she'lo'ochel, it means she'lo'ochel. I'm not going into context. I'm, therefore, Ravashi says we have to change the gear. So I'm not willing to say that the word Sha'ochal has two different meanings. The Gemara says, Ravashi, Deloy Katani, Ravashi, Nodim, and Tamda Abaya. Ravashi doesn't like Abaya's reasoning. Why? Ravashi says, according to you, that the word Sha'ochal has two meanings, the word Sha'ochal also has two meanings. How so? If everyone's pushing someone to eat, and he says, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to eat. And the problem is, he's going to say, and no one's going to know what he means. He either means he's going to eat, or he means he's not going to eat. Or means, I'm going to eat, or I'm not going to eat. And basically what you've done is, you've taken words and just said that they could mean entirely opposite things. Ravashi doesn't believe that. Therefore, Ravashi says, Tana Poska. Chazal gave ruse, real rules. That is, The word Sha'ochel means I'm going to eat. And the word Sha'ochel doesn't mean I'm not going to eat. So in our Mishnah, it says Sha'ochel, so you have to change the girsa. That's the explanation of the Machlekes, Abaya, and uh, Ravashi. Okay. Bada Mishnah, Mishnah is now continuing with a major distinction between Nidorim and Shavuos, and that is whether it takes effect on a mitzvah. Meaning, if I say, I swear, I'm not going to sit in the sukkah, the halacha is, if I sit in the sukkah, I broke my oath. But if I said that same thing with a neder, a neder I'm not going to sit in the sukkah, it does not take effect. So the, the Mishnah wants to know, the Mishnah speaks it out, the Mishnah says, Zechomer, this is the difference between, this is how Shavuos are more severe than Nedarim. And in some ways, Nedarim are more severe than Shavuos. 
if someone says a neder that he's not going to wear tefillin, a neder that he's not going to take glow of an eser, a neder that he's not going to sit in the sukkah, b'nedarim aser, the neder has not taken effect. I'm sorry, by the nedarim, it, it takes effect. By the nedarim, it takes effect. So I, I, I said it backwards, I apologize. Nedarim, you could um, aser a mitzvah. And if you sit in the sukkah, you broke your word. B'shvuas mutter. But shvuas, it does not take effect. An oath of a shvuah does not take effect on a mitzvah. So this is an example of how nedarim are more severe than shvuas. Because nedarim can take effect on a mitzvah, but a shvuah cannot. So go to the next page. The Gemara has a quick question, and that's with syntax. We have done today three Mishnayas. Okay? Mishnah number one was... Shvua that I'm not going to sleep, I'm not going to speak, I'm not going to walk. So we said it's a good Shvua, by a neder it's only rabbinic. Fine. Next Mishnah, which is the most previous Mishnah, we said, if I make a Shvua, Shalo Ochalach, Shvua Sha'ochalach, Lo Shvua Lo Ochalach, all of these are good Shvuas, but by Nedarim they are not good. So it's binary, yes or no. By Nedarim, no. By Shvua, yes. The next Mishnah said, this is, that was an example of how shvuas are more severe. Here's the problem the Gemara has. Go to the Gemara in the next page. The Gemara feels that the word chomer, ze chomer this is where shvuas are more severe than nedarim, implies that you have a situation that by a neder and a shvua, it's both kind of valid. It's just that the shvua is more valid. Meaning, if you have a situation where by a shvua, it's a good shvua, 100%. And by a neder, it's a zero neder, 100% zero. So one and zero. Yes and no. You would not say the Lashon of Chomer. Chomer implies that by both, it's acceptable. Just one is more acceptable than the other. So the problem is, in this Mishnah, it wants to show how nedarim are more severe than shvuas. And it says the way nedarim are more severe than shvuas is because nedarim can take effect by a mitzvah, a shvua cannot. And it says that's an example of more chomer, but the previous Mishnah is an example of how shvuas are more chomer than by nedarim. The problem is the previous Mishnah, it's not that shvuas are more chomer than nedarim. Shvuas, it is a good shvua, and nedarim, it's not. It's binary, yes and no. I wouldn't describe the previous Mishnah. Again, the previous Mishnah was, you have by nedarim, karban loyechalach, loy karban loyechalach, all of those not good nedarim at all, zero. By shvuas, it is a good shvua, 100%. I wouldn't describe that as an example of a, a shvua being more chomer. The Chomer implies that they're both kind of valid, just shvua is a little more. That's an example where the shvuah is a good shvuah, and the nether is a zero shvuah, a nether. That's not a good example of a chomer. So the Gemara says, chomer mechlal de nether hu, ha mutter katani. So it doesn't make sense. So the Gemara says, you know what, you're right. When it said that that was an example of how a shvuah is more chomer, is going back to Mishnayis. If you remember, we started today's daf two Mishnayis ago, and two Mishnayis ago it said that if I make a shvuah on a situation, so I'm not going to sleep, I'm not going to speak, I'm not going to walk, those are not on a chayfetz, those are in a situation, the halacha is that it's a valid shvuah, but by a neder, what's the halacha? So we said it's only rabbinic. That's an example of how a shvuah is more chomer. They're both valid, but by a neder it's rabbinic, and by a shvuah it's doraisa. That's an example of how the word Chomer works. Where it's not that one is good and one is no good, you wouldn't put the Lashon of Chomer. The example is, they're both valid, 
just by Shvuit Doraisa, and then there's the Rabbanon. Zechomer Beshvuit Mebiridorim. The Gemara says, Sefer the Eidach Bebakitani, Shvush and Yosh and Medabish and Mahalach, also Zechomer Shvuit Mebiridorim. Okay, fine. Now, just to finish up the Dav, the Gemara wants to talk about, and that is, we said in the Mishnah, the major distinction between Nidorim and Shvuas is that Nidorim take effect on a mitzvah and a Shvua does not. So the Gemara speaks this out. Meaning, if I make a neder not to take Lulv and Esrig, I'm not allowed to take Lulv and Esrig. And when I take Lulv and Esrig, because you can't, gotta keep the Torah, I'm over a prohibition. By a Shvua, it didn't take effect. So the Gemara wants to know what's the source. Rav Kahana Masni Amr of Gidal Marav. Rav Kahana taught the following in the name of Gidal Marav. Rav Tevyumni Masni Amr of Gidal Meshmuel. He taught in the name of Shmuel. How do I know that if I make a shvua to break the Torah, it is not effect, and I have to, and I have to do the mitzvah, and there's no iser, because the pasuk says lo yachel devaro. The pasuk says regarding a shvua, don't desecrate your word. That implies that you're not allowed to break your word, your word, but you could break your word for the word of God. Meaning, the implication is that it's dafka oser to break a shvua if it's divaro, if it's your mundane speech. But if you spoke about a mitzvah, you should break it. That because the shvua did not take effect. But by a neder, it did take effect. So the Gemara wants to know, why is it that by a neder it did take effect? Maishno neder, because the Pasuk says, Ish kiyidor neder la Hashem. If I made a neder la Hashem, meaning, the way we're reading it, even if I made a neder about God, about mitzvahs, lo yachel dvaro. Don't break your word. So that's an example shows you that even if you made a neder about a mitzvah, lo yachel dvaro. You're not allowed to break your word. The problem is, shavua nami, by a shavua also, hoksiv, ohi shava shavua la Hashem, by a shavua also, it says the exact same pasuk. You made an oath about God, about a mitzvah, lo yachel dvaro, you're not allowed to break your word. So in other words, the Gemara is really bothered by the following question. What is the difference between neder and a shvua? It can't be in psukim, because they both have the exact same psukim. So how come by a neder, a neder takes effect by a mitzvah, by a shvua it doesn't? So the Gemara says, Amr Abaya. The difference is as follows. By a neder, when you say a neder about a sukkah, you say the following words. Hanos sukkah alai. I am not allowed to benefit from the sukkah. But when it comes to a shvua, it's a shvua is about the person. Let me read two more lines and I'll explain. The Gemara says, Amar Rav Mitzvahs Just the Gemara says it, does, it shouldn't say the word Hanah because Mitzvahs are not for Hanah. El Amar Rav Hadamar Yeshiva Sukkah Alai Hadamar Shvua Shleyeshiva Sukkah. The answer is very, it's not simple, but this is the explanation of the Gemara. What's the difference between a neder and a shvua? How come a neder takes effect, but a shvua does not? So the Gemara says like this, a neder is targeting the object. A shvua is targeting the person. The Gemara feels that it's more likely, if I make a neder not to sit in a sukkah, I'm saying the sukkah itself is prohibited to me. The Gemara feels that that's a possibility that that would take effect. While Hashem said to sit in the sukkah, but that sukkah itself, the object of the sukkah, you're able to prohibit. Again, it's a chiddush, but that's what the Gemara says, based on sukkah. A shavua is not targeting the object, it's targeting the person. So I'm not saying that the sukkah is forbidden. I'm saying I'm forbidden to sit in the sukkah. You can't say that because you're not forbidden to sit in the sukkah because God at Harsinai made you make an oath 
that you will sit in the sukkah. Meaning, when you're targeting the object, it makes sense somewhat that you're able to say, "I'm, I, you know, this lul v'nesig, the lul v'nesig itself is prohibited. So I made that object prohibited. People are able to do that. Now that might preclude you, preclude you from doing a mitzvah without breaking your oath. Okay, so, so, so be it. A shavu is not targeting the object, it's targeting the person. You're not saying that the lul of an esrog is forbidden to you. You're saying you're forbidden from touching a lul of an esrog. You can't say that. Because A, it's not true, and B, God already made an oath that preceded that on Harsinai. To make a person not able to do a mitzvah is not possible. To take and make a mitzvah object prohibited to you is more likely. Fine. So the source... So the source that if you make a shvua, it doesn't take effect, is from before lo yachel dvaro. Okay? The Gemara just has a quick question we'll end with this. So the Pasuk that if I make a shvua to break, uh, to, to not do a mitzvah, the, the, the source that it doesn't take effect is lo yachel dvaro. The problem is, is another source. The source that if you make a shvua to, to not keep a mitzvah, that the shvua does not take effect is from leyachel dvaro mehasan nafkel. I thought there's a different source. Detanya yachel nishba levatel sam mitzvah lo bittel yachel yichayiv. You might think that if you make us an oath not to do a mitzvah, and you and you did the mitzvah, you might think that you were over a prohibition for desecrating your word. Go to the next page. Tamalomer. Meaning, in other words, what's the source that a shvua does not take effect on a mitzvah? The pasuk says when it describes a shvua lahara o lahetiv lahara o lahetiv means to do something or not, not to do something, to do something good or not to do something bad, meaning action or passive. But the Gemara makes a comparison. Now, what's an example of lahara or lehitiv? Lehitiv means I'm going to eat something, I'm going to eat something. Lahara means I'm not going to eat something. But the Gemara says the following, just like the word hatava, the action is um, optional, right? Whenever you make an oath to eat something, to walk somewhere, it's always an option. It's not referring to a mitzvah. It's referring to the standard case is optional. So too, when it comes to not doing something, is also, is also an optional. Meaning, the psukim are only referring to optional actions, not mitzvahs. This excludes from bringing a karba in the following situation. If someone makes a, uh, makes a shavua. To to break a mitzvah and he doesn't break it, just be that he doesn't that he doesn't have to he doesn't have to bring a carbon because he didn't have the right to prohibit that object because the object that 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 mitzvah because it's a mitzvah. So the question is basically you have two sources to say that a shvua does not take effect on a mitzvah. One is lo yachel dvaro and one is lahara lehitiv. So why do you need both? So the gemara answers went with this: chad One is to exempt you. They're both talking about the same thing and that is that if you make a shvua to to not do a mitzvah and you did the mitzvah you did not do an avera but you need both sources one is to tell you that you don't bring a carbon and one is to tell you that you didn't even transgress a prohibition so you need both one is to tell you no carbon but maybe even if there's no carbon maybe you still did an avera by keeping the mitzvah Kamashmal, no one is no carbon and one is no love i will right, we'll stop here and we'll pick it up tomorrow in